Parenting is the best and the worst. Let's talk about it after the kids are in bed. In this episode of After the Kids Are in Bed, Hannah and I discuss real ghost stories from our own childhoods, the strange and spooky things kids say, and all things Halloween. We hope you enjoy it. Well, hi there. Hello. How are you? I'm good, you know. Same old same. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. Um, I'm Melissa. I'm Hannah. And welcome to our podcast, After the Kids Are in Bed. Um, Yeah, things are good. It's It's my favorite time of year. I love October going into November as mm-hmm. we lead into the holidays. I just love it so much. Me too. It's my favorite. It's my absolute favorite. And I, I know that tomorrow is supposed to be warm again, but I love that it hasn't been so hot and it's yeah. been drizzly and it's been cold at night. Yes. I just want to like bake all the bread. Yes. And, you know, watch all the movies. And I, and like, I, I just, love pumpken spice. I don't I care do what anybody oh, says. Oh, I love pumpkin. I love pumpkin everything. Breads, so. spices, pies. coffees, pies, cookies. Give me the pumpkin and all of the cinnamons and nutmegs and oh, yeah. all I'm, the I'm spices. I'm all over it. I love it. I also really like, um, you know, soup, like a butternut squash soup. I had, the other night, I had um, vegetarian enchilada suizas and mm. it was with sweet potato interesting sweet potato and i think butternut squash it was really good so good, good. sweet though but so it, how did that go with like the savory sauce it, it was like the salty sweet okay so okay great. so it was good it was really good okay interesting no i made a roasted vegetable lasagna for dinner tonight yeah i'm very excited about to have later um no so i just love all of those things and frankly i love halloween and i, I love, love decorating for halloween we put our decorations up in september Usually, you know, be sometime between the 1st and the 15th, usually, depending. I can't find ours. Like, I put them where I would find them, and oh, I can't no. find them. So, like, I, we have a bunch of really great stuff, and I'm like, I don't, you know, don't know where, where it is. is. Oh, my gosh. Well, we have tons of stuff, and we have, like, our neighbor kid, because, I, like, I drive carpool, you know, and so the kids come over in the morning when I'm driving in the morning, and one of them is really little. She's, like, seven, you know, and, like, she's, I, there's some of the things that she's a little afraid of, and I feel bad, but I'm also, like, ah, eh, you're fine, you know? It's I Halloween. just It's Halloween. I, I love it. It's it's so much fun, and we love, um, like, characters, so we have a lot of the McFarlane um, movie maniac characters, which are, like, action figures that we bought 20 years ago, 20-plus years ago at like some comic book store and they're like, you know, Michael Myers and Leatherface and, you know, the Scream Ghostface guy and all the, you know, the Psycho guy, Anthony Perkins from Psycho. And it's like all these like iconic, like King Kong and, you know, just crazy. So we have all those plus we've added to them, you know, Pennywise from It and things like that. So we have a lot of action figures and then a lot of like Jack and Sally stuff from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I and love just, Jack and Sally. Yeah, just weird, weird, fun stuff. So we thought it would be fun to have an episode in keeping with the theme of fun scares, but also just spookiness in general. Yes, we thought we would, would talk about real ghost stories and, and even further than that, things that kids say that are weird and creepy because most of us have either stories that we've heard or or initial or actual stories with our kids or just things that kind of made us go huh or we've had weird moments as parents where we had intuition where we knew things we never could have known or things were scary just like you know we've had those things and so we thought it'd be fun to talk 
openly about that. Um, Right out the gate, have you ever seen a ghost yourself? Um, I haven't seen one, but I've had experiences that could only be explained as that's what it was. Really? Yeah. So what? So uh, I lived in a house when I was very, very little. Um, and I don't remember more. I mean, my parents remember a lot of stuff, but uh-huh. there was one time where we had, well, so let's back up a little bit. So we had this neighbor, this older woman neighbor mm-hmm. who would never come inside. She was very friendly. And I remember my mom would always invite her over for coffee and she'd be like, no. Oh. She would go she, to her house. But she wouldn't come in. She would just house. never come inside. She okay. would just never come inside. Okay. So, you know, whatever. Um, and then I guess I remember there was one time we had gone out and we came home and in the hallway, all the cabinets were open and all the drawers had been pulled out. Oh, like somebody had been there going through your shit. And then. But nobody was like, no, there wasn't a thief trying to steal your cash. And then. I specifically remember now, my how, mom. How old are you when you're living here? Like, like four. Oh, so you're little, little, little. Yeah, like before, four. Before kindergarten even. Yeah. Like. And I remember my mom saying, what is he looking for? What is he looking for? And I didn't really. You didn't register. because yeah, You know, whatever. Yeah. I do remember there also being a time I was sitting in the kitchen and I was at the table and to the right of me was kind of like a longer, the kitchen was sort of long and like, you know, there was like the oven and the sink and the counter. And then across from that was our refrigerator and the salad bowl that we had, this wooden salad bowl fell off and crashed broken onto the floor. The wooden salad bowl? Yeah. That's weird. Like just Just broke. broke. Huh. And I remember crying to my mom, I didn't break it. I didn't break it. Like I was just sitting here. I didn't break it. Right. And her being like, no, no, I know you didn't. I know you didn't. So at when I'm older, we eventually moved. Like we didn't right. live there very long. Like I think we probably lived there like six months. Oh, okay. We did not live there long. Um, and then I remember when I was older, probably like 10 or 11, my parents told me that house was definitely haunted. Mm. That they would come home and cabinets would be open and drawers would be open and pictures would be moved. And that apparently there was somebody who lived there that had killed himself. Mm. But something was unresolved because he was clearly looking for something. He was looking for something. He was looking for something. So then I, and then my mom says, do you remember when the salad bowl broke? And I was like, yes. And she's like, well. That's like a core memory. Yeah. Yeah. So basically there was a ton of stuff in that salad bowl, like candlesticks and these little glass figurines that my mom had or something that had been moved out and the bowl apparently flew off the top of the refrigerator and hit the ground. Wow. So. So who knows? So shrugs. I don't know. So there was that. That's the only like real Got you. When I was little. And then the other ghost story that I have is um, we went to the Langham, which is a notoriously haunted hotel. The what? The The Langham in Pasadena. Langham, okay. Which is a notoriously haunted hotel. Um, And our friend had one of the cottages. And it was a night of this really terrible windstorm. And it was his birthday. And we went. And I was, Iris was just a baby. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And we walked into this like cottage room. And for whatever reason, Matt immediately starts having asthma problems. Mm. Now, does Matt normally have allergies? Well, or? he does, but it wouldn't come on that quickly. Okay. Okay. And I immediately start coming down with, I think I'm getting a migraine. Mm. Okay. And so we're sitting in this little nook by a fireplace. And I, I swear to you, I felt like someone was pushing on my shoulders. And mm. I kept shrugging like, it, like, like as if someone on, yeah. was touching me. Yeah, you're like, get off me. And it was like as if it was just this force. Pressure. Mm. And like my headache was getting worse. Uh. And Matt's allergies were getting worse. And it's like, we have to leave. We have to like Yeah, just... we got to get out of here. So we left. And, and like, then everything was fine. And I'm telling you, like within five minutes, we were fine. And so we're like, God, that's weird. And then, you know, <laughs> cut to like a week later, our friend got all these pictures developed. And in that area where he has taken all these pictures... There's orbs. Ah, there's all these like, like crazy tons of stuff. little red and blue, like just weird orbs in all the pictures. Not just dust in the No, and it was only <laughs> in only the pictures that were in that spot. Interesting. So those are my two. Those are the two Ooh. like creepy. Just you, know, you just can't explain it. You it's can't just explain weird. It. it was just weird. Like it didn't want us there. It wanted us to leave. It was like 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 I felt a force like pushing me out an energy source and it's i mean it was like a switch as soon as we left and we were walking oh, through yeah, the lobby it for was sure like, oh i feel fine for sure Oof. so those are like for me my personal i've got stuff with my kids but now right. it's your turn um okay the the house that i grew up in was an old house um that it was in south salt lake and it was built gosh 100 years ago probably um i don't know i think it was built in maybe the 1920s so i guess yeah 100 years ago now and this was in the 80s that we lived there. And my room was in the unfinished basement. So, well, so the way it was, and it's a, it's a straight, it was a little craftsman house. And like you'd walk in the living room and it was like, you know, walk in the front door and you're in the living room. And there's like a little wood burning stove in the living area. And then you walk into the kitchen, you know, there's a little nook and there's the kitchen. And then to the right is a bedroom and you had to walk through the bedroom to get to the bathroom. So it was. Oh, it's one of those tandem bedrooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's called functional obsolescence. I just remember that from my real estate license test. You're not supposed to have to walk through a room to get to the bathroom. bathroom. So, but we did because, you know, we were poor and that was the house my parents bought. And then if you went, you know, to the back of the um, kitchen, there were steps that led out to, they basically led to a landing that went out the back to the detached garage in the big backyard, which was great. And there was an antique fireplace back there that was built of stone. It was really cool. But then you could continue down the steps to the depths of hell, really. <laughs> where your bedroom where was? Where my bedroom was. So oh that's my where my God. room was. I'm already scared. And so <laughs> it was all the way down there. And I didn't have... Now, the rooms were finished. They were carpeted. They were painted. And they, they had... they had. There's no basements here. But in Utah, there's window wells that are like... So you're ha- you have a window in this room. It has like a shallow ceiling. And then there's a window at the very top of the ceiling, which is really the window well, which is outside when you're standing, like looking down. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So there were windows in the room, um, a window in the in each room, right? And there was a little, little closet that you could open up that was like one little crawl space, creepy thing that you could, cl- you know, put stuff in it. But that's where my room was. And down there was a closet, like in the unfinished part of the basement from the bottom of the stairs to the rooms at the back was like, it was just, you know, exposed beams and like gray concrete and the washer and the dryer were down there. And there was the beginning of a ba- of a bathroom that nobody, nobody ever finished at this point. 
And so when I was in this room, and I don't know how much of it is my childlike imagination being afraid from being removed from my parents and how much of it was stuff that I actually saw. But I saw stuff down there all the time. There was an old man that was down there that I would see all the time, but he was creepy. Like he didn't talk to me, didn't do anything, but I would look out because also my basement didn't have, or my room didn't have a door. There was no door on my room. So it was just like at night when I would go to sleep and be lights out, I would just be like, I could just look out into the abyss and see light coming from upstairs that would kind of shine down the stairs sometimes when my parents were still awake. But so I could see stuff out there. So it, pro it was probably a lot of my imagination, but I would see an old man there a lot. And then the ghost that I saw, though, that unmistakably was a ghost that I saw. I remember vividly I was in the kitchen and I wasn't in the basement and I was in the kitchen. And there was a sink that overlooked the driveway that ran up the side of our house. And I said, Mom, there's a lady in the driveway. And I remember looking out there and there was a woman in our driveway. And I rem it was weird because she looked sepia colored. That's all I remember. It didn't look right. I was like, do you see that? Like, and I remember asking my mom if she saw her because it was the time of night right before a snowfall. And I don't know if you've ever been in that kind of weather, but right before it snows at night, even with all the lights off, it's bright outside. It's like just that moment right before the snow comes. And that's what time it was and I, of night it was. And I remember looking at, and there was a woman standing in the driveway and she was pushing a stroller and she had a baby on her hip. And I don't know if there was another baby in the stroller. I couldn't see the baby in the stroller, but there was a stroller being pushed and she had like a toddler on her hip. And I remember vividly that the toddler didn't have anything on its legs. It was chunky, naked baby leg and foot. And it was winter. And that was weird to me. And I was like seven and I was like, there's a lady in the driveway with a baby. And my mom was like, what? What are you talking about? And I was like, she's right there. And my mom couldn't see her. And she walked down our driveway and across the street. And as she was crossing the street, it started to snow. And when sometimes when it snows, like it's just like it just immediately just starts to dump. And that's what happened. And I remember seeing her and it was like the snowflakes were going through her. It was bizarre. It was like she was out of phase or something. I don't know. And then she just walked, pushing her stroller with her little baby. And she had like a Dorothy Hamill haircut and an old fashioned stroller though. I remember the stroller was old looking, like it looked too old, like- Those are creepy to me. Like from a different era, right? Like those metal ones yeah. with the big wheels. Yes, it was kind of like that. Creepy but me. she had like a Dorothy Hamill kind of bully kind of haircut. And but the baby had like a onesie on and was naked and it was winter. And she just pushed it across the street and just down the street and it disappeared and I never saw her again. But I saw her so vividly. And it was such a like imprinted core memory because right. I was upset because I was like, she's right there. Like, I, I remember getting upset and my mom being like, okay, well, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't care, you know? Um, but I did see, you know, all kinds of things in that basement that scared the crap out of me. And I was scared of the dark for a really long and, and into adulthood, really. Right. Um, because of sleeping in that basement. Oof. And I used to... I think I've mentioned this on other podcasts where I used to have in my mind, for whatever reason, I used to think if I, if I walked out of my room, if I could just keep my eyes closed from the time I left my bedroom to the time I got to the bottom of the stairs, if I just, I just would keep my eyes closed and I would w walk with my hands kind of outstretched really slow till I got to the bottom of the steps. And then I would run up the steps as fast as I could, you know? And then when I would get home from school, it'd be the same thing. I'd just go, oh. 
And I'd walk down the steps and I'd look and I'd size it up and I'd close my eyes. I don't know why. I just couldn't. It was too scary to keep my eyes open. And I'd keep my eyes closed and I would I would walk with my hands outstretched. I got to my room to like turn the light on and then it would be okay. Oh, that's creepy. It was so scary. I was so scared all the time in that basement. And I was not sad to to move oh, to to have them <laughs> sell that story. house <laughs> the stories reminding me of other things i'm like oh yeah and that happened and that, oh, happened, God, and that, that happened. happened like I, I mean there's other instances that you can think of but they're really that house was where i experienced things like that and i never really as an adult that i can recall really have experienced anything remotely close to that which is why i think okay either it was just my imagination or kids really are more sensitive. And I, I don't know, maybe it's some of them, but I also think both. too, that it's both. Like I know that my mom has said that, well, I'm, I'm really sensitive to it. So mm-hmm. I have to, it's like, almost like I have to turn it off. Yeah, for sure. Because otherwise, I don't know. It's weird. And my mom said it's, she has it too. And it's like a, a Celtic thing. Because we're very, very, well, very no, if Yeah, if you're very open to energies and things, there's people that and have... Everybody has intuitive those things. But, but but the more open you are, and especially if you have, like, a family lineage, like, I've heard... Yeah, I believe in But, like, there was one time, I remember in eighth grade, you know, I'm not a fan of Ouija boards. I think it's totally bad. Oh, no, no Ouija boards are absolutely... It's bad no, no, no. mojos. Like, just don't even mess with it. Like, no, 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 no. Like, hard no. Hard and no. so... I was at a sleepover mm-hmm. and the girls that I was, you know, we, they wanted to do the Ouija board. And I was like, I think it's a bad idea. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think we should do it. Like, I just, no, like, no, no, like, don't. And they're like, oh, come on, let's just try. And I was like, oh. And then um, it wasn't working. Like, they couldn't get it to work mm-hmm. and nothing was happening. And they're like, this is stupid. So I was like, yeah, I told you they're dumb. And I got up to get like a glass of water or something and it started working. Of course, because like, yeah. Because my energy was so. And then another time I was at one of the jobs that I had that I really, really loved. And apparently um, the man who started the company, there was a rumor that he haunted it when mm. he worked late at night. And that he always liked to, in his what in his waking life, he was kind of like a practical joker. Oh, he was a prankster. And he liked to do pranks and it was all very, very innocent and nothing okay. menacing and nothing like, you know, so there was rumors that like people who would work at night, like the light would switch off mm. or like a random copy would just get made just to like, right, right, right. like LOL, just to mess with you. So I remember it was one time it was during December and we had something going on and I volunteered to stay a little bit later. And on my like L-shaped desk, there was this like cheerleader snowman mm-hmm. and you had to push its little snowman boot and it would start doing a cheer like it's Santa. Hey, hey, it's mm-hmm. Santa. And the snowman would wobble back and like side to side with little pom-poms mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. but you had to push yeah the it wouldn't just go off you had to push it and then you could push it off when you didn't want to hear it anymore and so i remember i was sitting at my desk oh my and there God. was nobody else around and then the hey hey it's santa started no and i just kind of sat back and i closed my eyes and i said i'm not in the mood and uh, it stopped and it stopped and i was like but I kind of like, it was sort of like the presence that was felt was sort of like when like your older relative is like teasing you. And right. you're like, like your favorite uncle and you're just like, can you just stop like, it? Just leave me alone. Oh. And it was like 
So I didn't feel scared or threatened. It was just an annoyance in the moment. And it was kind of like, but when I think about it, I'm like, that's a little creepy. It's a little creepy. It was funny, but a little creepy. Yeah, a little creepy, a little funny. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I've never had anything as pointed as that. Not since, again, that house. So I don't know. I would honestly, at this point, I'd love something like that just to to reiterate it. Not in the mood. Not in the mood. mood. So funny. But I will say this. There's a place that... There's a, there's a shop here in town that's like, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. It's a shop where they, it, it's, I guess it's kind of an occult shop. You can go, it's right on Magnolia. I, you probably know the one I'm thinking of. You can go in there and they have a museum you can pay extra money to go into and see like, it's like the Mystic Museum and they have like old medical equipment that you can buy and old photos that they buy from like people's like photo albums you can buy, like weird stuff like that. Oh, creepy. And they have tons of Ouija boards and like weird stuff like that. And it's a cool place to go into if you like, like, like hot topic kind of clothes or like weird stuff like that. So, but I've been in there now three different times Um, in like, I want to say as many years, right? It's not like a place I frequent, but every time I go in there, like, like you said, I just immediately get this like oppressive pounding headache. Like the second I go in there, it's just like my energy does not mesh with that place. I wouldn't want to go And in there. I'm just like, nope. And like, and I told Annie last time we went there, I was like, well, I'm not coming in here anymore. Like it's weird because they have like, they have cool stuff. They have crystals and incense. It's kind of like a catch-all weird kind of esoteric cult shop, but, but they really like lean hard. Kind of creepy. Like it's, yeah, it, just no, it totally energy. is. And they really lean hard on like the occult stuff and like, that I don't weird stuff do. like that. No. And I'm like, oh, this really isn't for me. And so, but it, it isn't just that it's not for me. It's like literally physically when I go in there, I get a fucking headache every time. And then when I leave, I'm fine. It's weird, it's right? It's totally weird. So when you, cause when you said that, I remember that and I was like, oh shit, that happens to me at that shop every time. And yeah. And I told Andy the last time I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going in there. I, I don't want to go in there. It's not good energy. And one time, and it was funny that you mentioned Ouija boards too, because my mom had an old Ouija board and she gave it to me and I was like, I really want this. And she's like, oh, you know, it's just for fun or whatever, which is surprising that my mom would give it to me given her current belief system. But that's another podcast episode. Um, and I remember Belle kind of messed with it for a minute and I, and I told her not to play with it. And I put it in the top of my closet and I forgot about it. And like, I was like, I don't want you to touch it, you know, kind of thing. And I put it in my closet and I forgot about it for a while. I want to say probably four or five years. Nobody touched it. It was in the back of my closet. And not that I subscribe to psychics or anything, but for fun, I had a psychic reading. I, I had this psychic reading with the psychic that I wanted to talk to. And he started his psychic reading with, you have a Ouija board in your house. You need to get rid of it. You need to throw it away. It is a window. It's in your closet. Like, he, there's no fucking way he could have known this. And he was like, go get it. Right? It was, a, it was a call. It was like, go get it right now and throw it away. Good. And so I did. And I was like, all right all right. Like, and so that was like a crazy moment for me. That's that, creepy. Yeah. And he, that was like the first thing he said to me though. And he was like, Oh, much better, much better. You need to save your house. And da, 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 da. like, it was like all this stuff. And I was like, Oh shit. You know? And he's like, look, you know, those things are like a window. So close the window. That, you know, what I've heard too is like, I knew back when I used to do like these little improv classes, I met this mm-hmm, one guy mm-hmm. and he was always very kind of off and weird and just just strange like not like he's gonna murder you and wear your skin as a costume like, <laughs> oh my god i just watched silence of the lambs again oh, it's so good oh, anyway, i love that continue. it's so i good. love that movie. <laughs> and that song oh my god oh my god i love that song not in the context of creepiness i actually really like that it's song it's a really good it's song, a good song. And the woman who sang and wrote it i think she just passed away a little while ago 
Well, I really like I love it. that song. Anyway, anyway I tangents. So he so yeah, so he was just odd, but not in like like I said, not in the just kind of quirky. I mean, like, you are in an improv class that's right, attracting right. weird people. So this was like you know right after Iris was born, and I just wanted to like finish it. Like I just mm-hmm. wanted to get my last class done, and like I just want to be done right, with it. Be done just, with it. I did it. Did my and thing. be like, okay, I'm finished because I knew if I don't go now. She's just going to get older and I'm going to feel more and more guilty. Right. And if I don't go, like, yeah, I got to do my thing. And so he asked me if I had any, like, so have you seen anybody? And I was like, what? And he's like, you know, like, your relatives that have passed on or have you had any, like, contact or have what? you had any? Why was, was like, he asking me this? But no, in improv class? No, this was, like, in, in like, break time. Oh, like, he's just, just like, hey, in, in passing, like, have you happened about, to like, Because like, he was talking about how I just had a baby. Like, oh. So we were introducing ourselves and it was the first class. And I was like, oh, I just had a baby. She's, like, she was, like, eight or nine weeks old. Okay. No, it was past, yeah, it was past my whatever. So I was, like, so I was, like, nine, so I was like, nine, like, nine weeks. So he was asking, he's, like, because you're essentially a window it's like when you give birth like that oh he's like you've just brought life into the world he's like and she's just come here from somewhere so usually that's when you might when get, you might get like oh. you know, in a good way right no no okay and so he's okay. like so just be open he's like just be that's open to like cool. something and I, I never thought about it like that now i think it's cool but at the time it scared the shit out of oh, me oh shit you and were like, like I don't want any fucking messages. I'm like, none. I don't want a, one message well, from see, anybody. You're proclaiming like, it. You're closing like, it off. I'm like, leave me alone. And you're like, shutting it down. But now I'm like, well, I guess it would have been kind of nice. But, you know, so it's just interesting that you say, like, the word window. Because, like, you know, he used that phrase specifically. Interesting. Like, that you just. That would make sense. And then I had a different psychic tell me that everybody's like a light in the darkness. Everybody. Because we right. all have an energetic pattern. But people that are more psychic or just have, or that are more dialed in or more sensitive, their light's brighter. So they attract. Right. Because they find you. Because they find, right. yeah. So it's like, I was like, oh, shit. So, so I can't recall any time with either of my kids where they had a ghost experience that I'm aware of. I would have to ask them. Neither one of them had imaginary friends. Um, I did get to have fairly... <laughs> oh, it's just kidding. I did get to have fairly existential conversations with Viola when she was first born because she was very fascinated as a toddler with the idea of the maker, and that was her terminology. So she was like, I remember the maker, and he made everybody. It wasn't he. It wasn't it wasn't gendered because we, we're not a really we don't go to church really, so we're not just we're well, not, like in the English, you just call the maker. The so because I remember asking specifically asking like what she remembered and like if she had thoughts, because we also like both of our, we come from Catholic and Mormon backgrounds. And so we have that instilled in us, not that we necessarily teach those values to our kids, but we want them to know where they come from. So they know about those belief systems to some level. Um, and I'm definitely like, ask your grandparents, like you can go to church with them, whatever you want. Not that I want them to like right. go get baptized, but I'm like, be open, you know? And so Viola, like from a very young age, talked about this idea of this entity or this energy called the maker that made everybody and made her and was the before time. But that was really it. There's never been beyond that for this like teensy blip of time was really the only time that anything like that was ever brought up or discussed. And then it was, then I was, I remember asking her about it later and she's like, what? Like, (laughs) you know, and I was like, shit. So that, so I, so my, my experience with my kids experiencing anything is pretty limited. Um, you know, they have been around their grandparents who have passed. My, they, we were, 
were in the room when my grandmother passed, their great grandmother, you know, and they were there to see that. And, and even still that I'm aware of, there hasn't really been anything, but I know that you have had something with Tilden, didn't you? But see, so here's the funny thing about Tilden is like, I, I'm not trying to be like a Dana Scully, but like, (laughs) I sometimes wonder if what he says is real or if he's talking about Back to the Future. Because <laughs> I love that movie and we I watch know. it a lot. And I so know. he talks about the way he talked about it. In, I, and like, I guess like a year or two later was watching Back to the Future. And I was like, I wonder if he's just talking about the movie. So how old was he when he first started so, saying? So stuff? he was two. He was about two years old. And he was standing on one of those little baby chairs and he was opening our freezer to get a popsicle. And, you know, he's just babble talking, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and he was always, both my kids talked at a very early age. So he opens the freezer and he grabs his popsicle and he bumps his head with the freezer. And like clear as day, he shuts it and he sort of puts the popsicle on the counter and he goes, that's how I died. And we're like, what? He's like, and he's touching his bump. He's like, yeah, before I got here, that's how I died. And we're like, and I swear to God, I still get chills talking about it. And Matt and I just look at each other and Iris's face is like totally white. And, and she's like, he's not. I'm like, don't you just let him finish. Let him finish. And I was like, okay. So I was like, I'm, here, <laughs> I'm fucking here for it. And I was yeah. like, okay. I'm like, well, well, what happened? And he's like, I was climbing a tree it's like I was I was I was climbing a tree and I fell out and I hit my head and my daughter yeah my daughter she tried to save me she tried to save me cuz I bumped my head it's like and they put me in in the in the ambulance and she sat on the tiny couch and they said we can't save him and that was it and I was like that's amazing and this is like a 2 year old and it was like Clear as day. Yeah, I was gonna say like that's what two year old is making this shit up. My daughter. Like, come on. He's like, yeah. They told her, said, sit on the tiny couch. There's nothing we can do. And I was like, what was happening? And I was like, well, then where did you go? And he's like, I went to heaven. I was like, what was that like? He's like, it was really busy. It was really busy. He's like, there was a lot of people. I had to stand in a line. It's like, and I was like, okay. He's like, yeah. And then I talked to somebody and yeah, and now I'm here. And I was like, well, well, what was heaven like? And he like closed his eyes and he's like nodding his head. Yes. He's like, great. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay. And then I was like, well, why did you come back? He's like, so we could go to the zoo. And I was like, <laughs> cool. He's like, can I eat my popsicle now? And I was like, yes. Yes, eat oh my popsicle. And Matt and I were both like, what, what the, the fuck? And I was oh like, my oh my God. God. And my mom's totally into this stuff. So I immediately was like, and I'm like, mom. You're like, mom, oh my God. Oh my God. And she was like, that sounds pretty real. Like, that's really specific. I mean, what two year old knows this stuff? But the tiny couch? There's no tiny couch in Back to the Future. Yes, but. There's a part where the dad is climbing a tree and he falls out. Mm. And then Marnie McFly gets hit by a car Mm. and bumps his head. And she's in the room with him and she's sitting on the bed. 
Like that's mm. I'm like it's kind of like that. But for him to just be like I don't know, to just string it together like that just seems so I mean, I I don't know. So has was there ever mention of that ever again? No, but then he would talk about his daughter a lot. He would say, "Oh yeah." And then he does this thing and now it's kind of like a running joke, but then he would always talk about his grandma in Paris. And like we would get him a croissant and he'd be like, oh, I love these. I used to get them with my grandma in Paris. Oh, my God. I'm like, you don't have a grandma in Paris. He's like, yes, I do. He's like, Grandma Didier. He's like, yes, I do. Grandma Didier? Yeah. What does that mean? It's a French name. I Googled it. And so I was like. (laughs) Is that like a cartoon character? No. No? I mean, (laughs) it is in. So, it, but then it is later, but he hadn't seen the movie yet. It is in like the Beverly Hills Chihuahua, Chef Didier or whatever. But he talks about, he talked about his grandma a lot. So sometimes I wonder if he can't remember names. Well, yeah. And then he just like gives that person a name. Maybe. But he's very specific. I mean, that's about so specific. These places in Paris that he went to with his grandmother, and she used to give him a warm croissant in Paris when he would visit his grandmother. And I was like, and he's like, yes, my grandmother in Paris. And he still talks about his grandmother in Paris, but now I feel like it's a joke. <laughs> but he always is like, I, yeah, I did. I saw that. Or, oh, I used to do that, like with my grandmother in Paris. I used to visit my grandmother in Paris. And I was like, what? I know. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, sometimes I wonder if he's just, like, messing with me. Why would he? Because he's a little kid and, he go- I mean, and he's a goof and he does stuff like that all the time. But, like, yeah. So, those are two specific things. He has no um, recollection of the tree and dying and bumping his head and having a daughter. He would talk about his daughter all the time after that. Mm-hmm. That he would go bird watching with his daughter. We would always go bird watching. Like, like we would do this. Oh, I would do this with my daughter. And I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. So he, but Iris, nothing. nothing. Yeah, nothing. I think she's, I don't know if she's a new soul or if she just, or if I just missed it because I was, you know, when that guy told me and I was like, I don't want any messages and you like, shut it down, like shut it off. Yeah, and maybe. Like, but I don't know. But yeah, that's that's his creepy thing that he's talked about. Oh my gosh. So I don't know. So it could be him like just, you know, goofing on Back to the Future or it could be real. I don't know. I mean, I just can't imagine a two-year-old that would be putting it together and think, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was very young to be like, you know, oh yeah. And just out kind of like. Just matter of fact. Like very like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like. Like he had, <laughs> like, you know, like he had spent no time there and he just came back immediately or something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But I was too scared to like, I'm not going to Google like, <laughs> like man falls from tree. Like and dies. Bumps head. Has a grandma Didier. No. <laughs> I think the name, I think that name he pulled from a movie. Mm. But he's like, cause you know, he's like my grandmother or, or maybe that was just the name that it sounded like he said. Mm-hmm. But Hey man, anything's possible. That's, but that's my story about him. And it's kind of, and some people, like I haven't told very many people cause some people probably get all wigged out, but like, I was like, well, I, he's here now. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's, you can Google, you can look at 
There's a million stories like that. There's a million TV shows about stuff like that and kid, kids saying stuff, remembering past lives, remembering this, remembering that. Like, oh yeah, my sister loves that one show where like there's like these little little kids that like know all this stuff about like crazy stuff. Yeah, like I just I think that's crazy. I mean, like so stuff like that, you know. Like, so I, I look, I think anything's possible, and I think that there's way more than we can even comprehend. Out right. There. Oh so, yeah. So so I'm all for it. and and again, look, I don't know. I, I know what I think I saw. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's all that I can go back to. No, and you like know? if you try to reason with it too much, it's like like you uh, you almost like convince yourself out of it. Totally. Totally. Because as a child, I was absolutely convinced that I had seen a ghost. And then as an adult, I'm like, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't My know. My sister told me that they, their, the, their bathroom in the back of their place, which is kind of like, the showers never worked very well. The toilets never worked very well. Right. So it just so ends just up being like a closet. Like it right. ends up being like an extra storage like a closet. catch-all. Because they have another bathroom they can use. But apparently my niece, one of my nieces, would always say that there was a man standing in the bathroom. And my sister was like, oh, it's just our stuff. And she's like, no, he's standing in the bathtub. Like she would always say that there was some man standing ew, in the bathtub. Ew, no. Ew, creepy. And like... Yuck. And so my my sister was like, I just saged it. And she never talked about it again. Like, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm all like, move along, everybody. You got to be vocal about it. Move along. (laughs) You're not welcome here. (laughs) It's only highest and best good. Um, And what's weird is I've only experienced sleep paralysis once or twice. But when I, the, the last time I experienced it was recently in the last couple of years. Often when you have sleep paralysis, I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but you see entities, you'll see things in the room. And one of the things I saw in the room was the old man from my fucking basement. And it was terrifying. And that's what like got me out of it. Like that, that's what woke me up or snapped me out of it or whatever the fuck it was. Like it was crazy. What if you're just like hallucinating or like. I mean, it was pretty textbook, like sleep paralysis, but the, the, my recollection of it was that I was wide awake, right? And I'm just laying in bed because I've never, as you know, been a good sleeper. And my recollection of the experience was I was laying in bed wide awake and Andy was next to me. And suddenly I, I looked up and it was like my room was filled with long hair, uh, the long hair of a woman. And I could see above me the outline of what was clearly a female with very long hair, but I couldn't see her face and it was very foreboding. And I went to sit up and I couldn't and the energy or the whatever, like pushed, like pushed me. Like I felt it push me. And I literally, my consciousness did like a somersault into the floor, like into the bed, like back into my bed. And like, it was, I, I've, I've never experienced anything like that. It was like, just basically, cause I remember trying to like sit up and it was, it was almost like it was laughing at How me. How long ago was this? Like two years ago. Oh my God. Very recently. And it was like, it pushed me down and I felt, and I felt the somersault. I literally felt my consciousness do a fucking somersault. And it was like, it was like, I was in my bed, like in the, in the mattress and like into the floor. And then I rose back up to my body and I couldn't. And it was like, there was a, like a thousand ton weight on my body. And then I saw the woman or whatever it was start to move in my mind, like what was towards the girl's room. And I got panicked. And so it took all my energy to turn my head to the left to try to wake up Andy. 
And when I turned my head to the left to wake up Andy, I could see him asleep right there. And then on the other side of him laying in bed was the old man from my basement. And it was like somebody was shining a light on his face. It was his face was illuminated and it was fucking terrifying. And I started to in my in my recollection, I was screaming, but I couldn't move. And then Andy at that point woke up and he was like, you were asleep and you were struggling. And I had to and he was like, I knew exactly what was happening. And I had to be like, hey, it's okay. Wake up, wake up, wake up. And then I woke up and then I could finally move and then everything left and it was fine. It was nightmare crazy, but it was like pretty textbook sleep paralysis, you know, and it's never happened really. And it, well, actually, did no, you did smudge after that? Yeah, oh. totally, totally. But then it was like, and it happened again a little bit after that. And then never again since then. And Andy had had it once before at our old place and he saw completely different entities than I did. But, but then I looked it up. I was like, my fucking God, what the fuck is this shit? And he didn't feel like his consciousness, like I felt like a genuine somersault. Like I felt, cause I was trying to sit up and something pushed me back. And in my mind's eye, it was like, I did a somersault, like my soul or whatever it is. My consciousness did a somersault and then tried to rise back up to my body and could not rise past that point. It was crazy. Oh my God. That sounds so, terrifying. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, but then if you look into like sleep paralysis and people that experience that, they, a lot of them talk about the same things I just like detailed and it's pretty textbook your brain you know making it but fuck it didn't feel like my brain like your brain's just giving you like a nightmare basically it's it's basically like you're you're waking up your body's waking up before your brain can or something like that because I'll have that where I'm like like you're not a, like I'm taking a nap and like, I cannot wake myself up. Like I know that I'm trying to wake up and I just can't. It's like you're, there's something that has disconnected and you're not all waking up together. Basically like part of you is, is still in, is in an active like REM stage or an active dream stage. I don't know if it's REM or whatever, but it's something like that where part of you is still dreaming and then you're waking up physically, you're waking up and then it's like, Oh shit. No, like, so it's like you have to plug yourself back in so you can like like fully like wake up your consciousness or something like that. It's fucking terrifying. I'll tell you that. Terrifying. But like to very Andy, he was like, I just woke up and you were like whimpering and you couldn't move and you were like trying to gasp for air and trying to scream. And he's like, I knew immediately what was happening and then I had to wake you up. And in my mind, I was screaming and being oh. like, ah, you know, and like, yeah. So that was, don't want to have that again. But the somersault was cool. It was crazy cool. Oh God, that sounds scary. I'm like, no, hard pass. It was <laughs> It was crazy, but I, you know, interestingly though, I don't, I don't spend a lot of times in, in old places that, that would have that, you know, I, I've had friends that though have lived in old houses that have definitely had some kind of energy and some kind of something going on. And you can, feel, I mean, usually people can feel it, whether it's just like, you don't want to be alone or right. you just you feel like someone's watching you or My you just feel kind of creepy. A Ooh, a smell. My mom says there's a smell. Like when your citrus is going bad, like, you know, when you've got like oranges or lemons in a bowl and it's like, and even if it's a good energy, it's a bad smell. It's that smell. It's just one or it's just, oh no, if it's a good energy, you should smell roses. Interesting. But if it's a like, well, you know, people would often say that any lost energy is not a good energy, but like, yeah. you know, but I got to believe it's all about intentions or right. how you're left so, behind. But so. she says that it, it's like a sickly sweet smell. So it's like. When your fruit's going to go bad and like you pick it out of the bowl and it's got that like mold on it okay, and it's, it's that, that smell, it smells like that. But her. it's like, that's what she describes the smell like when she knows that there's something you just got to smudge. 
She's like, oh, and I just, and she'll just smudge and then it goes away. And then every once in a while she'll smell roses and she'll like, okay. So it's a good energy. Interesting. Well, I, I'll say there have been moments where I have not smelled things, but I've definitely felt things, but, but it's more personal. There was one day in 20, what was it? 2020, I guess. It was January. And I just was sad. I was sad all day. I just woke up sad. I was in a bad mood. I was sad. And then my dad, and I was just like, I was on the verge of tears, like all morning. And I was thinking about my grandma's house. And I was thinking about, I was so sad that I was never going to see her house again. And my dad texted me. He's like, oh, isn't it sad that grandma died on this day? Da, da, da. And I swear to God, I didn't know that that was the day she had died. It was, oh, you know, was like- and I was sad all day. And then he texted me. He's like, oh, I've been moping all day. because, And I, I don't know if I was just picking up my dad's energy or if it was, you know what I mean? But right. it was just like, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. But it was so, you know, so like, whatever. So I do think we're down there. And I do think it makes sense that kids and pets too, because, you know, your pets sometimes see things that aren't there or react to things that aren't there. Maybe they're hearing stuff we're not hearing, but you hear all kinds of things about cats and dogs. Right. Picking up on energy that people don't. Our dogs dogs never done it. Really? You're like, Gypsy's not done. No, no, she doesn't. She hasn't done that at all. But I've heard of that. Oh my gosh. I've heard of it. And like, I know that like the kids are open to it, but Iris has never really had anything. And other than Tilden's little, little maybe past maybe. life, maybe back to the future retelling. Still, I think like, that's exciting stuff. And I, I would love to hear from anybody that's had like a interesting experience with their kids. You know, my husband worked on a, like a season or two of an exorcism show. I told oh, you that, right? No, I'm out. Um, it was funny when he got offered the job on the show, I would, that was my Exact reaction. I was like, no, no, you're not going to go work on, what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing? You're filming people getting exorcisms? He's like, yeah, it's this Christian minister. He goes around and he performs exorcisms on people. And uh, I was like, I, just I was like, like, Andy, I just don't like me. it. I go, I just don't. He's like, I, he's like, I promise. He's like, first of all, I don't believe in that. I was raised Mormon. There's no, he's like, and I, you know, he's like poo-pooing it. And he's like, and I promise if I feel or see anything, I'm out. Like one time, that's right. more than enough. And I was like, you swear to God, you know? And he's like, yeah. And so he goes and he films this exorcism show and he, he travels around for months. They're all over back East. He goes to Brooklyn. They're in Pennsylvania. They go to Europe. They're in London. He films dozens of exorcisms and he's like, uh-uh. nope, not as, not a one. Nope. Now, do these people think, they have oh so he thinks it's all hooey like it's not real oh 100 percent, it's not real he's okay. like a hundred thousand percent it's not real. so it's not like the movie where like there's no 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 spirit now saying like do the- these people think they're possessed absolutely like in interviewing these people like they all have you know some kind of other thing happening in their some kind of mental illness. They have mental illness. They have, you know, they were molested as a kid. They have their former meth addicts. They have, you know, they have something going on beyond just this that has now been, I guess, satiated by religion and this idea that they're, they're possessed by a demonic entity. And psychologically, you know, people that really believe that they found that if they go through the motions of an exorcism, a lot of times it actually helps surprisingly. So Andy was like, Whatever is happening here in this dynamic, he's like, I think these people think that they're possessed. And I'm not sure if I think this this guy actually thinks he's doing them a favor or if he's just doing it for the money. Either way, he's got a TV show and he's making a lot of money. Right. Um, so and he was like, but there's not one second that I believe that these people are possessed. Not one. 
It's like, you know, these people, it's like the same thing. They start speaking in tongues, they fall to the floor, but they don't, these are, these are church going Christians. He's like, they don't swear. Nobody's head spins around. It's not, you know, it's nothing, it's nothing like you'd see in TV. Because I actually saw people that would like, you know, adjust their clothes as they were flailing around because they wanted to be modest, you know, knowing that there were cameras on them. So like they'd fall to the ground and hurry and pull their shirt down, you know, things like that, you know. But psychologically, a lot of them really thought that they were possessed, you know, but they all had all these problems. So Andy was like, yeah, not to say that I'm the expert, but I sure as shit didn't see any actual exorcisms and I sure as hell didn't see any like demons or anything. So he did a whole season of that show and came home unscathed and a non-believer. And you just smudge him. And he was just like, yeah, this is all bullshit. These guys are just doing this for the money. And I was like, okay. You know, that's so sad. So advantage of people's vulnerabilities for the money. But that's so, yeah. So interesting stuff. Um, So to to end our our discussion here about creepy stuff, what are your favorite? I think we've talked about this in other episodes, but let's keep up with it. Um, Favorite Halloween movies, shows. Well, I love so I love Young Frankenstein. I could never get enough of it. I love Young Frankenstein. I love Shaun of the Dead. Oh, my God. I, of course, one of my guilty pleasures from when I was a kid was the Feruza Balk Worst Witch with Tim Curry. Oh my God, it's fabulous. It's like awful, but it's so wonderful. I love Tim Curry. So he plays like this grand wizard and like the the heartthrob of all the little witches. And I I love that movie. I I watched that when I was a kid. Um, Of course, Great Pumpkin Mm -hmm. and, you know, all those. We just watched Silence of the Lambs. I can't not watch it every year. It's so I don't good. I that as a Halloween It's a movie, thriller. But it's, it's scary. So, and it's I so hate, scary. I hate scary movies. They're not I my thing. I hate them. I hate, you know, I like Halloween because that one's great. But I'm not. I hate horror movies. Oh, I hate. funny. But Silence of the Lambs is absolutely one of my favorite movies. It's so good. Because it's just like, it's so well written. It is so, so well, well done. acted. Oh, it's the art direction is like like super great. No, it's, it's just it's so good. It's such a it's I, if it's on TV and I pass it, I will always watch it. No, it's it's so good. And but all the like the Hannibals and the after like I can't I can't they just got really gross. Like all the red dragon like the the ones. No, after, I haven't I seen any. Oh, we watched we like when they were first coming out. We were going to see all of them, and then after after like one or two of them, I was like, yeah, I think I'm good. Um, no, I love that. Um, we just took the kids to see the Lost Boys in the theater. I love the Lost Boys, and it was like I'm not gonna lie, Hannah. When it the this is so back up of all the movies in the entire world, the Lost Boys is the one movie I have seen the most times. Oh yeah, hands down. I'm not saying it's the best movie ever. I'm not saying it's my favorite movie. It's one of though. But the summers between seventh and eighth grade and sixth and seventh grade, me and Tony Stock watched The Lost Boys like every day, like sometimes more than one time. I have the whole movie memorized. Like I, I, there's not another movie on the planet that I've seen this many times, but I never saw it in the theater because when it came out, I was like 10 years old and I didn't even see it till it came out like on TV a couple years later. You know what I mean? When I was a little bit older. So I never got the joy of that. So seeing it in the theater was like an emotional experience oh, for me. That's great. Like I like we took the kids and I had made sure Viola had already seen it once. I wanted to make sure she could handle it. And we told her all about all the scary parts and she kind of laughed and was like, this is really dumb. These effects are bad. And I was like, shut up, it's the best. And so when we saw it in the theater, I like choked up when oh. it started. Like it started the opening things and it's like the first music cue and it's like over the water. It's all the yeah. last boys. And I was like, <gasps> like I, yeah. I totally 
getting choked up like a total crazy person. It was so good. It was like everything I wanted it to be. It was so great. So oh, the Lost awesome. Boys. And then we have like, you know, like the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Oh, yeah, those are good. Oh, and I and love, we love Room like, on the Broom. And yeah, Room on the Broom. And then like we love all the like Toy Story one. That one's great too. All the Disney, like any like old, like there's the the witch hazel ones with like the three with Donald Duck's oh, nephews, the all the old ones. Yes, the I love that. And we have all the old Disney that. scary tales, the skeleton dance, and like all those. We love those. So we're big I into love those. those too. Those I love um Paranorman, Coraline, um, the Skeleton Bride or Corpse Bride. And Frank and Weenie. Frank and Weenie is great. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, yeah, totally. And even Sleepy Hollow, live action with Johnny Depp. I love the first third of that. It kind of peters out for me after that. All right. But it's like really great in the beginning. And then we watch all the really scary ones like Texas Chainsaw and Exorcist. We definitely oh, watch, those watch those every year. We put the big screen up and the projector and we go all out. So, um, and then we... <sighs> Speaking of Creepsville, we started watching Dahmer on Netflix and I had to turn it off. I couldn't do it. My husband's watching it. I think that's too real for me because it's for really real. So I was like, I can't like, I just was getting, yeah, it was just giving me anxiety. I couldn't do it. So I, I was like, you can watch that on your own time. Yeah. I'm not going to watch that one. So, but yeah, so lots of good fun stuff, but lots of fun stuff with the kids. Cause like Viola's finally at that age where she can start to watch some of the scary stuff. Like the Lost Boys. Oh, and Ghostbusters. And go- oh, Ghostbusters we've been watching. And Clue. Forever. Oh, Clue is so good. Yeah. And like you said, Shaun of the Dead. Um, I love Clue. Oh, and the Knives Out I love, which oh, I isn't really great. Halloween, but it's like it's in line with Clue. You know, so funny. So anyway, so yeah, so I love this time of year. Are you dressing up? Well, I don't know. We've been invited to a party, but it's no kids. So <sighs> on Saturday. Yeah, I know. That's I'm like, tough. I'm like, ah. So, um, I've always, speaking of Back to the Future, oh. wanted to dress as the Save the Clock Tower lady. Yeah, and I thought I just, you did one year. No, I just I got a Save the Clock Tower T-shirt, but like oh, I but couldn't you didn't just dress. Save the Clock Tower you with like your the little coffee can, coffee can. And like, I mean, I could put together an outfit that by going easy. to the thrift stores, but I don't know. We might not do anything. I'm not sure. The cat, the kids are gonna dress up. I don't know. And we always. My my go tos that are in my closet, if I'm ever in a bind, I do Norma Ray because you just get a piece of cardboard and write Union on it, <laughs> which is real easy. Nobody's gonna get what that is. Oh, no. every time I go, like you know, old people get old it. Old people get it. All right. Or I'll dress up as Linda Belcher. But I know your Linda from Bob's Burgers is on point. It's pretty good. So that's my my that's what I my go-tos I don't know. Are. We're, we have no plans. Like we're supposed to go to a potluck on Sunday, but I don't think it's really dress up. I think it's just. Like bring your kids and have but a potluck. But why would you have a Halloween party and it's, not? It's dress not really up. a party. It's like a potluck because it's on a school night and a work night. Because it's a Sunday, Saturday. It's just tough, you know. It's tough to go out on a Saturday and like my daughter doesn't want to babysit. She's her own person, like you I know. know. I, I was so telling that like, to Iris oh. the day. I was like, oh, I met this person and I think that you know I might ask them to babysit you guys. She was like, I don't need a babysitter. Yes, you do. You're 11. You can't just be here. And I was like, well, it would be mostly for your brother and like right. you're on your own. But it's but like it's just because so you don't of like burn if, the house I was going to say, if there's a fire or something, that's really, it's just for an emergency. Like, you know, you, like, they won't tell you what to do, but like, but like, like yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Just anyway. I don't know. So yeah, we don't, I mean, Andy has like these masks. I have old costumes from before. I don't want to get a new, like, I don't know. But then we go trick or treating. But then I think Bella and her boyfriend are going to take Violet trick or treating, which I'm very okay with. Um, but then I'm like, 
Oh, I kind of want to go trick-or-treating. Like, not because I want to trick-or-treat. Like, because I just, because I don't know how much, like, how many more trick-or-treatings do I get? Right. You know? So, I like kind of want to, like, soak them in. it was fun last year because every, because nobody went on 2020. So, like, Mm -hmm. last year, it was, like, a party. Like, I can't tell you how many people. Everybody was so stoked. I saw walking around with, like, red Solo cups just walking around the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Parties. And everybody was, like, happy, happy, happy. Oh my god! Yeah, it was so, it's so great. It was great last year, so I'm really hoping that. No, I'm hoping it's that this year. Yeah, and, and violence being some, some awful creepy clown character from Five Nights at Freddy's. That stupid game. I don't know what that is. It's some dumb game. It's a it's a horror game for kids where you're like, I don't really know. You like you have to spend five nights in this creepy place, and the what I've seen in the game, you're like hiding under your bed, and then you have to like shine your flashlight into all these things and sometimes things pop out at you or they kill you and it's it's just like a it's a jump scare game but it's like in the dark it's like i think i've seen the kids watch playthroughs on yes i'm sure and so but so there's some i know what creepy clown named moondrop that like pops out at you and and it and it's very specific so that's that's on the menu this year so so we've officially graduated from like the cutesy girly okay to the, like, I want to be creepy costumes, which I'm fine with. Like, I'm here for it. It's just, you know, it's like these obscure things. I have to buy, like, all this shit off of Amazon and try to cosplay something. Oh, I know. Piece when I'm not together. a cosplayer or a sewer. So no, I'm like, well, same. if we can glue gun it, like. Yeah. Just make, put it all just, together. Just put it all together. So, anyways. So, I think that's good for tonight. Yeah. Well, um, I'm Melissa. I'm Hannah. And uh, have a good night. Thanks for listening. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. Thanks for listening to After the Kids Are in Bed. Everybody have a great night.